Hello and welcome to Podnobbing, a podcast about podcasts. I'm Josh, and, uh, and with me, I am Carrie. Oh, hey, hey, Carrie. Carrie. I I can talk for myself. I got this. I can talk oh, for myself. Okay, gotcha. We gotcha. are podcast junkies. Uh, we talk to each other. We've been friends for years, mm-hmm. and uh, we talk podcasts all the time. Uh, we talk about our favorite ones. So we got together. We were like, you know what? Let's share this. Let's share our podcast favorites. So what Podnobbing is, every episode, we're going to discuss a different genre. We're each going to pick like one or two different podcasts that we think deserve some added attention, meaning it's not one of the biggest podcasts out there. We have our own parameters of what we can look for and which podcasts we can choose, something that's not in the mainstream, but that we really think uh, deserve, deserve the attention, deserve people listening to them. So, uh, obviously, tastes differ. We're not saying that we know, you know, what's best. We're like the end-all, be-all of what you should be listening to. Obviously, that's that's not the goal here. But I think what does set us apart is the sheer amount of podcasts we listen to. Um, mm-hmm. We go through a ton. Uh, and we pick out a few that seem to kind of set themselves apart from all the others. So, this is our first episode. And first our, one. Yep. And our first genre that we decided to tackle is comedy. Ba-dum-bunch. Comedy. Uh, Carrie, what did you think about uh, choosing comedy as our as our first our first genre? Comedy is tricky. Yeah. It's a it's a challenging thing, and I realized in the process of looking for comedies that it is actually not a genre that I recommend to people very often, unless I feel like I have a very good sense of their sense of humor. All right, comedy is subjective. Yeah, very subjective, very personal, very cultural, very generational. Um, it's so different. I, like so there's some of the, I mean, going through these comedy podcasts, I mean, there were so many that I would consider comedy podcasts that were just vastly different uh, from one to the next. So it, it was hard to, uh, so we have to just go on what we, what we like and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, people pick up on some of those things and be, Oh, I like that too. Or I like Carrie's choice here. Or, Josh is an idiot and I'm never listening to anything he suggests. <laughs> No, 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 no. I think uh, I think what happens is you tell people a little bit about what to expect. I have got I have done this before with many friends. I will give them a little example of why I think something's hilarious, and if they know themselves fairly well or they know their humor, they will often know like that does not sound like it's for me, right? right. I like a lot of awkward humor. Um, I like a lot of uncomfortable humor. Hmm. So I've definitely had friends tell me like that just sounds like it's going to make me cringe and and I don't I don't want to watch it. So but if Carrie's going to love it. <laughs> like like if it if it makes me feel like I want to bury my face a little bit, you know, I'm probably going to like it. But a lot of people aren't comfortable with that. And so and then what I chose actually was not even remotely like that. Well, maybe I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, comedy's tricky. It's tough. It's very personal. Maybe even more personal than uh, a lot of the other genres. I think there's some things that do, like from each of the podcasts that I listen to, that are sort of the same as far as what makes it good sometimes. Like, obviously, like chemistry between uh, if there's more than one person on the podcast. um, Yeah. Sort of comfortability. um, 
so I, I think there is some there's some characteristics that uh, the comedy shares uh, that make it good. Uh, but it's right. also you can also have a great comedy podcast that doesn't hit the mark every time. So it's uh, yeah, it, it's a tough genre, but I'm glad we're tackling it first to uh, get it out of the way. Get, get it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just rip that bandaid off. All right. Now, I did yeah. the uh, bulk of our intro because that was uh, what we decided, because you're going to go first. Um, yep. So next time you're going to do the bulk of the intro and I'll go first. Uh, but mm-hmm. what was your first pick for comedy my first pick for comedy is grief cast that's right folks grief cast so you might be thinking how the hell is something called grief cast funny I don't blame you. As I said, I have a bit of an affinity for the awkward. So I actually stumbled on Griefcast by digging through an online source uh, and just looking at names of different comedy podcasts. And I saw the name Griefcast and it was filed under comedy. Now, keep in mind, I found it on one website filed under comedy. Otherwise, I actually had not heard or seen anything about it. And I was like, oh, God, sad humor. That sounds amazing. So I checked it out. And it was a perfect fit. Um, it was actually just such a gem. It, it, it was it was an amazing find, for me at least. Did you fall, fall so, in love like right away or did it take a few episodes? I got I gotta be I, it was like it was right away. It was right away. Uh, it was an instantaneous connection. I saw grief cast across the room and everyone else disappeared. Locked eyes. It, <laughs> we locked eyes. I mean like it we liked all the same things. Dream, like Dream Weaver it. started playing. Exactly. It's like it really was like Harold and Maude, really, because I love Harold and Maude, and it's like a whole comedy about death and funerals. And so, yeah, I saw Griefcast across the room and wiggled my finger at it and said, you know, asked if it wanted to have a good time. And so it what's, did. What's the basis? What is what is Griefcast? Yeah. Okay, a little bit about Griefcast. What to know about Griefcast? Griefcast uh, was launched in 2016. Uh, it just had four episodes back then, um, and it has many, many more now. Uh, she does it regularly now. The host is Miss Cariad Lloyd. Cariad Lloyd is a British comedian, actress, and writer, and podcaster, obviously, uh, who's been performing since 2007. I, I guess she's a, a pretty well-known uh, performer in, in the UK. Of course, she is not as well-known here yet. Uh, she has a lot of credentials and a lot of um, recognition. She's been nominated for a Best Newcomer at the Foster's Edinburgh Comedy Awards. I don't, I don't know what that is. Um, and then also she's done some one-woman shows. And her podcast, actually, this podcast, has won Best Entertainment Podcast and Best Interview Podcast at the 2018 British Podcast awards damn so yeah yeah no it's a big hit it's a what big was her hit name her UK. name again is cariad lloyd okay because when i first when you first told me about it i thought it was carrie adloyd but that's yeah. not correct <laughs> no no i thought it was carrie ann lloyd i didn't understand her accent for a couple episodes and i realized cariad mistake cariad cariad lloyd okay so uh this podcast uh, currently features mostly people, the, the guests are mostly from the UK, Ireland, Australia, 
So that could be part of the reason why people aren't tuning in quite as much here. Although I really don't think it's important once you start getting hooked on the podcast. I don't think you're going to care so much about that. Relatability could be a part of this. I'm very interested to hear what you think. Um, not that, I mean, we come from the same place and share similar things. But, you know, we don't walk around the world exactly the same. So I'm curious what your experience was. Um, but there is a, a very common denominator between all of her guests. All of her guests work in comedy. So they're either writers or they're performers or they're stand-ups or they are actors. Uh, she did have one artist on there who draws animation um, and I think also has like a, um, like, a, a, like a weekly cartoon in some publication there. Anyway, they all deal in comedy and work in comedy. And so every single episode, it starts with her introducing her guest, of that week and then she asks who they are remembering that day and the guest will then choose a person that they lost there's a whole array of losses here so some people lost you know parents which is a little bit more common but a lot of them lost them um, very very young and very early in their lives and they talk about how that shaped their comedy and the way that they see the world uh, some of them lost husbands or wives or partners or spouses. Some lost children. Some lost friends. So you hear from a very wide spectrum of people. Diversity on the show is decent. Uh, I would love to see it get better. But in, in the UK, I mean, she does explore the diversity in the comedy world of the UK. And what I really want to see from the show, what would just knock my socks off, if if she could actually start interviewing comedians from all around the world, yeah, I think that would be cool. incredible. How is this? How is this funny? <laughs> well, you should. You actually. Okay. So I listened to you listened to an episode for me and I listened to a couple episodes of your podcast for you. And uh, you listened to the Paul Mayhew. I might be saying that wrong. Paul Mayhew Archer episode. And I listened Correct. to it today because one. Huh? I loved it. Oh, God. I, I was such a perfect episode. I was so, so happy that you had the privilege of listening to that episode. Because that episode, I feel like, really encompassed everything that is so great about this formula that she put together. <laughs> it did. Like, I actually, there was a couple of quotes, one from each of them, in in that episode that I actually wrote down because I thought they were, like, kind of encapsulate encapsulate the, the the idea of what this podcast yeah. is do you mind yeah. if i read these quotes to you no i'd love for you to okay uh let's see Carriad said the fact people die is not funny but what happens around them dying is often hilarious yes. so that was the first quote and then uh paul paul said uh it's just possible through the laughter and through the joking that you find a way to get to a deeper conversation and that it breaks yeah. down barriers. And I thought that was yeah. really interesting. And it did. It did exactly that. It led to um, a lot of a lot of laughs in this episode for me. Um, even though it was on these really deep, dark kind of subjects and uncomfortable subjects that people don't normally talk yeah. about. Especially in the yes. UK. Aren't they, aren't they English like known to be like sort of... Uh, 
What, she, she mentions rigid that. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, she mentions that. I think in this episode, you know, she made a joke about like that, you know, they're terrible at talking about death and intimate things. Um, yeah. And that's part of the reason why she's been enjoying this podcast so much. But this particular episode is a really glorious one. Actually, maybe it's a great episode to listen to if you think you might be interested in checking out the podcast, but you're just not entirely sure that you can that you can take it like maybe you're afraid of a podcast that's all about talking about death and loss in a comedic way right but episode it, 72 I, I, is what it is 72 oh, paul paul mayhew perfect. archer i think it's also so timely and especially even here in the u.s right because we have we have comedians out there like tignataro right she made a huge splash doing com- comedy about her breast cancer diagnosis yeah there's a whole special um, on it it was fantastic yeah, it was incredible. And then there was a uh, um, Hannah. Oh, I'm forgetting her last name, but she Montana. had a Netflix special. No, it is not Hannah Montana. Oh, um, she had a. It's a comedian who had a Netflix special, um, and it was really uh, controversial in that. Uh, let's see, Hannah on Netflix. I bet you I can find it. She had a uh, net. Oh, oh no! Now I'm ending up on that show. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I found her, Hannah Gadsby. Hannah Gatsby. Um, she had a, a comedic episode, a comedy episode on Netflix, um, and it, it had some controversial bits in it that were very, very serious, where she talked about, you know, kind of the disease of comedy, like putting herself on display to make people laugh and how she's been tearing herself open for people her whole life trying to get basically their approval. It was a it was a difficult thing to listen to, but she also managed to make it incredibly hilarious at times. So it tore you in a couple different directions, in a couple different places. So... It was a, I think it's a wonderful time. I think it might be the the, the perfect time for people to check in, in with something that, like Griefcast where they are talking about subjects that will hit home. I promise at least one episode is going to hit home with everybody. <laughs> Everyone will have an, out of all the episodes, you will find one that, that makes you feel things that that either you're you're ready to feel or you're really not ready to feel she had an incredible episode with one woman who lost her father to suicide um the woman was from ireland so there was this really amazing conversation that they had about how the woman could never talk about how her dad died because it was a huge source of shame suicide is just you know people do not talk about just it just her personally or culturally it was culturally culturally growing up in ireland uh so she she was so ashamed of it and she couldn't bring herself to talk about it until like i mean i don't know how old she was when she finally wrote an article about it i think 30s late mid to late 30s she finally wrote an article about it and came out that you know it was like coming out my dad committed suicide this is like a huge source of shame in my life but these women these two women are talking and i'm listening to it and i'm laughing and i'm crying and then they share this really profound conversation that that was all of a sudden about how both of them experienced tremendous loss early in their lives. And uh, bear with me here because loss can be interpreted as many different things, right? Death is certainly one form of loss and it's quite an abyss of loss. But some of us might be able to relate to this by losing by losing people in other ways. You know, maybe parents were lost in other ways. And they were talking to each other about how they never, they, they live with constant chronic anxiety because they never feel like they will do enough, because they never feel like they'll get to where they're trying to go. 
if they don't work constantly and all the time and and constantly shoot for what it is that they think they should be doing and every day they're working to be better people and it's because every day they know that it can just all be gone in an instant and hearing that that was better than any of the therapy sessions I ever did (laughs) in the years I was in therapy somehow we never had that conversation where where something resonated with me in a way where I made sense to myself at a distance in a way I never had before. Uh, it, It was just incredible. And there's so many moments like that in this podcast where you, you will find joy and laughter in something that's simultaneously just breaking your heart and hitting home and saying all the things that you've never found the words to say. He was talking today in that episode, he was talking today about not being able to be, as emotionally available as he wants to be because he always had to turn off his emotions living with his mother's sickness, right? And he talked about how- Oh, Eric, growing up. Yeah, and so dealing with that now with his wife, right? How she'll put on a timer and say, we're going to talk for five minutes. We're going to have a conversation about stuff. And he'll like cheat the timer and like have her turn around and push it forward because he can't bear to talk about- Yeah, oh, he's like, yeah, oh, look out the window. Exactly. Look at that, is that a fox? Exactly. Mm. And then she turns around and he's gone. Right. But what an amazing way for him to be able to articulate how he struggles with being emotionally available and not making fun of everything. This thing that he's learned how to do, like to navigate through all of his pain and all of his experiences through comedy. I mean, what what more cliched statement does everyone know and hear? You know, comedy is just tragedy plus time. Right. And so this really opens up all the the networks, the the, the veins and the muscles and, and all the nerves. It, it examines the entire anatomy of how true that statement is and how for so many people, comedy is is a survival skill. It's how it's how people some people learn how to survive and deal with their trauma. It's a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism. I like survival skill better. It just sounds it's got some rugged. Um but yeah, it's a coping mechanism, sure. Uh it's a way of of navigating really challenging things, but for some people it allows them to live kind of their their best lives because you can't live in the pain all the time. You have to find a way to See, I'm more of a bury it deep down inside and never let it out kind of guy. (laughs) Just cover it with nachos. So this was actually, it's sort of, a the the podcast was a little uncomfortable at times for me. Really? Um, Especially the other episode that I listened to. I didn't listen Um, to that one yet. Well, it was just, it's just, um, it's not something that I'm, I'm comfortable doing uh, obviously there's everybody has grief and there's definitely a a relatable aspect to this Mm -hmm. um where you but it does take you down some some dark pathways sometimes where you're just like i I, you know i want to i don't want to go down here but here i am (laughs) and now i'm listening to this and like ultimately i think it it is probably healthy and, and beneficial for people to do that but do you think this is something that you could do that you could go on and talk to a stranger about uh a huge episode in your life that caused grief and loss like Oof. that would be really hard for me to do uh i think uh, uh for me um i think actually the actual people i have lost to death i do think i could talk about i do i do think i could talk about that um accepting death mm. is is 
incredibly painful. I am not trying to diminish it in any way, shape, or form. Um, and and I know people who've lost people to suicide and suicide, and I know how awful that is. Uh, so I'm not trying to diminish it. It would be harder for me to talk about other topics that I've never been good at talking about. Like there are certain things that have occurred in my life that I would equate with loss. Uh, that sure. that I struggle to. I would I would really struggle. I, I I I've. I've had people I've known, you know, for years, you develop friendships for years, and one day they look at you and they ask you about something you never talk about. Um, and uh, I mean, look what I did. I literally put it in a different person just to talk about it. <laughs> I didn't say me or I. But uh, yeah, and I, I skated the question and I also was like, oh my God, like I don't talk, I don't think about that. I don't talk about that. So, so I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't quite register the answer right away when they asked me about like, why don't you ever talk about this person? And I was... You know, it caught me really it's off guard. It's tough. I mean, that, I give kudos to to this host. Uh, I think she's very. Her voice is nice. Oh, her it's voice very is soothing. wonderful. Like you, you couldn't have like a you know like a Cockney accent and do this. Yeah, probably this. not. Maybe I don't know. No, you couldn't do this podcast. <laughs> she has a very soothing kind of relaxing, very uh, easygoing mm-hmm. uh, voice, and I give kudos to all of her guests that are actually yeah. willing to go on here and talk about this podcast that is like, apparently a huge hit overseas but not so much here not so much here so not so much here an interesting an interesting pick carrie yeah i know i feel like grief cast (laughs) death i I feel lost destruction i I feel like i set you up on like a blind date and i was like she's really intense but i think you're gonna like her and now you're like "Ah." (laughs) okay i thought this was gonna be uh you know shits and giggles and it's talking to me about death <laughs> just tears yeah yes all right all right we're gonna take a, a small break here and uh, we're gonna come back and we'll we'll get into my picks i actually got two of them so two picks got t- two picks coming up all right, all right don't go away and we're back we're back all right Hi, josh Carrie. so you have two picks that I have had the pleasure of experiencing. Uh, I'm going to go with just the first one that's on the top of my list. So I want you to tell me or tell our listeners about Off Book. Off Book. Uh, off. It's actually Off Book, the improvi- improvised musical. Mm-hmm. That's the full title of it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, an improv uh, podcast as well as a musical podcast so don't be afraid uh, even guys. though those those things those things sound mm-hmm. like it might not be for you mm-hmm. it's for you it, i'm telling you is. this this podcast is for you so uh, there's two bright shining improv stars um that uh, this podcast is it's jessica it's uh jessica mckenna uh-huh. and zach reno um i guess they've do, done a lot of things together before um but these two are, I believe they're uh, UCB uh, trained, both of them, uh, Upright Citizens Brigade, uh, one of the you know main improv uh, teachings in California. So uh, I believe they both come out of there. I think Jessica also did some groundling stuff, um, but they are, they're just fantastic improvisers, but not only that, uh, they could sing. Uh, apparently Zach can dance, but you don't really get to see that on the podcast. Um but they're very quick, quick. I don't even know if quick's the right word. Uh, they're so good. super witty. Mm-hmm. What they do is every episode, uh, they have a guest that comes in. Mm-hmm. Now these guests are also, they're improv people, comedians. Um, 
Some of them you probably have heard of uh, before. They're lucky enough to get, uh, because they're in that world, uh, they're able to get some higher profile guests from time to time. And I believe they're friends with the uh, Earwolf Network is where they started. So you get your Paul F. Tompkins and your Paul Shears and your Andy Daly's. They, they've all made appearances on there and some other well-known guests um, that range in their own, uh, I guess, musical proclivity uh some are more apt than others um and what that's actually what makes these two great is that no matter what their guests level of comfort is in uh, musical improv uh, they help them and they carry the show uh, they the talk slack. to their guests for about yeah they talk to their guests for about two three minutes maybe it's very brief yeah. they kind of talk about it uh -huh. and the next thing you know there's some piano music starts playing and uh uh, one of them will be like, and now we take you to, uh, and it's somewhere that they had just been talking about, whether it's a supermarket or a uh, a school in, in Kansas or whatever that conversation was that they had for the last two, three minutes. Right. They start there and they literally improvise an entire musical from that two, three minutes. One hour. I, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. They do, it's like, it's like five, six songs yeah. usually. It's a full hour they, they all have musical. They all have characters. Mm -hmm. They it all has like a plot usually. Like yeah, um, you know, some episodes better than others, obviously, but they're all pretty damn good. And it floors me coming from a musical background how good they are. Uh, and I have to uh, talk about their um, uh, the piano players yes. and such. Oh, I had their name somewhere. Uh, it's Scott Passarella is the uh, pianist uh -huh. um, who is. Uh, uh, equally improv piano god like I, I don't know how he does it either he often picks I up could like tell what the line is too like when they're talking yeah. oh, it's yeah, like yeah. he's the one that actually calls what the show is going to be about so he's he's in it i was um, amazed and then he throws curveballs at it like i can hear it i can hear him like changing up the like the key uh -huh. or he'll change up the tempo or something like that i think just to mess with just to mess with Jessica and Zach. Um, and I think they like that. And um, so he's just uh, a, a much of, as much a part of the uh, podcast as they are. And then I, in the latter half of their podcast, they had a producer named Dana Wickens that also played the drums. So she started playing drums. I think it's a she. Oy, I should have looked into that. Um, she played, played drums for like the last maybe 40 episodes or so. They do this weekly um, and they do it uh, fantastically. Fa they do a fantastic job yeah. weekly doing this. I was. What did you I, What did you think? I was really surprised. I when you told me like, oh yeah, it's a musical improv show. I was a little like, eh. you know, I, I wasn't super excited. This was like getting set up on a blind date with like your cousin who's an accountant, and you know, no one likes him. And I was like, oh man, um, I was totally shocked. It was not only so. I listened to two episodes. I listened to episode 85 with Andy Daly, Daly, right? Oh, Called he's the best. Everything is prozactly what I need. <laughs> and <laughs> it's about a young boy who is not only looking for a summer job, but also for a life purpose because his parents in an effort to kind of subdue him i guess or not deal with his emotions they just give him like ungodly amounts of prozac in his cereal 
And so you spend the hour with this young boy who uh, starts to visit all the local businesses looking for a job. He goes to the candy shop. He goes to the archery <laughs> camp. The archery camp was thoroughly enjoyable. I am an archer by hobby. So listening to them <laughs> sexualize archery was both creepy and upsetting. Oh, with the shaft and the, the shaft. Uh, getting into the target. Yep. And, yeah, yeah. Like, until the po- like at one point the boy finally goes, I want to learn how to shoot my dick. Um, that was entertaining. And so, and then he has like a random meeting with his uh, guidance counselor, even though it's summer and they're meeting in the office. And then he goes to the pottery class, which was oddly enough, my favorite. The pottery teacher was freaking hilarious. Um, so it was, it was a very, very pleasant surprise. It was uh, incredibly funny. At no point did it feel like annoying. I, I, I would actually recommend this podcast. I would actually recommend this podcast. <laughs> I would actually recommend I would too. it. That, They're really funny. It sounds it sounds bad almost. Like when you say it I out know. loud, you're like, I, I can he- oh yeah, they improvise mm-hmm. a musical every every time. You're like, oh, that's no. going to be. I can see eyes rolling. Gonna, I can see yeah, eyes cringy. rolling. Um, I promise you, you will laugh and you will probably be a little caught off guard at how much you're laughing at this. I do also, it really got me thinking uh, about one little side note, you know, you and I, I, I forgot about this. I somehow have blocked out many chapters in my youth, but I forgot you and I grew up with a lot of improv. We went, we went to like, I remember as kids taking the train with you to go see Second City. And like, it was very exciting, not only to go see Second City, but also the fact that my dad let me take the train with you. And he didn't insist on like driving me and because he always thought I'd be abducted on the train. But it, yeah, I had to call him every five minutes. <laughs> he was like, oh, you're going with Josh? All right. All right. You can go. So we grew up with a lot of improv and I, I, we grew up with theater. I mean, these are things that, that I don't really think about as being different, but they are different. Not every teenager grew up going to see improv shows. And even through my 20s, I would go see improv shows in LA all the time. I brought my dad to a bunch of them. My dad's favorite saying after any improv show is, what? Ah, Comedy ain't easy. You know, that's basically his way of saying he didn't necessarily like it. Well, it's not. Most improv is not great either. Yeah, um, no, totally. There's usually, well, I'll take that back. I take that back. There's usually moments of greatness. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of like, okay, maybe that didn't work as well as maybe I'd hoped right. or um, that it was terrible. Yeah. Um, which a lot of, uh, especially, uh, you know, like newbie improv totally. can be. It's hard. Uh, which I, yeah, it, it's a difficult thing to do you have to be very quick you have, it takes years and years of practice and um when i was going through their biographies i realized how much they've done together yeah. and how much they've actually cra- you know uh honed their craft at improv right. and musical improv in particular yeah. and, and you could tell it, it's it's so consistent that show is so consistent so surprisingly consistent, Shockingly consistent from guest to guest and how good they can be and how funny they are and how concise and there's like i said there's a plot there's it's 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 pretty remarkable so that's that's my that's my first pick the my second first pick my first recommendation wait i have to say uh, if you listen because we yes. should let them know because you know trying out stuff we've talked about this po- comedy podcasts sometimes you try one and you're like yeah so andy daly like he's a great choice to start with. I thought like that episode was phenomenal. And then I mean, he's one of my favorite improv people. Yes, if, ever. If you want to so. check out an episode, scroll around, find one. And he's with, not really a singer either, right? But he was still fantastic. So you can check out one with Andy. The second one that I, the second person I listened to was Paul F. Paul F. Tompkins. 
who... Oh, did he do... Was he... Oh, okay. It was the one where uh, um, it's called uh, something... De- um, it's all about how is uh, the parents who crush their children's dreams and artistic hopes. Like the entire episode. I, that sounds familiar. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And it was also, again... You know, uh, it made me remember aspects of my childhood, but it was so funny. And I also I realized that he's actually Mr. Peanut Butter on BoJack Horseman. I did not know. I, no, he, right? Paul, Paul F. Tompkins needs to be the greatest comedy person alive. He's probably <laughs> the greatest podcast person alive. But uh, people outside of podcasts, you know, a lot of people don't know who know he him. is. I, or maybe they like yeah. sort of see him like, oh, maybe I've seen him do something before. Right. But um I knew, yeah, I knew his voice. That guy's just fantastic. As soon as I heard him, I'm like, oh, it's Paul. I, I, it's Mr. Peanut Butter. Like, I have heard oh, this Mr. guy Pe- a million times. I just didn't know that that was him. But the episode was He is on every fun. comedy podcast, too, I believe. He's made an appearance oh, really? on pretty much every single one. <laughs> so everybody, like, so I'm gonna see if, know, knows him, yeah. I'm going to see if we can get him on our podcast at some point. Sure. I think, uh, he was great. So if you look for that one, uh, something with him on there, too, I think you'll also be very pleasantly surprised. Uh, it was a very, very funny episode. So I I was not expecting to like it, and I really liked it. So There's something uh, South Parky about it, too. South Park. I don't know if you got that at all. I guess. Yeah, like uh, you know, South Park does their musical stuff. Yeah, like, I get that. Especially, I think with uh, with his voice. Yeah. Um, I can hear that more with uh, with Zach's voice, and then Jessica sort of reminds me of like a like a like a like a thirteen year old mischievous, just like a I don't know, like a punky Brewster type or something. She, she always sort of reminds youthful. me of that. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Right. So, it was so a that's great pick. that's my pick. Yeah, that's my recommendation. Pick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm glad you liked I it. I did. I really liked that one. All right. Did you like my second one? Uh, you want, well, you want to say what it is before I just start talking about it? Okay. All right. The second one it does need a little bit of explanation. Mm-hmm. It's a spin-off podcast uh, from Comedy Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is this the first podcast I ever got into was Comedy Bang Bang. So, um that was a, a long time ago now. They're like 600 episodes in, and some of the best uh, early episodes were of uh, a little uh, 16, I believe she was 16-year-old girl at the time who came in to do a internship at the Comedy Bang Bang Studios, and her name was Marissa Wampler. Um, that spun off to other episodes uh, where she introduced her one of her teachers at her high school, uh, Marina Del Rey. High school, and her name was uh, Charlotte Lissler. Uh, she was the teacher of the STARS Academy, or the SPAS Academy, uh, the STARS program at the school for special students, mm. and Marissa was one of them. And those two characters were the basis of this spin-off podcast called Womp It Up, starring Jessica St. Clair and Lennon Parnum. Jessica is Marissa Wampler, and Lennon plays uh, Charlotte Shardog Lissler. Uh, and uh, yeah, they've created an entire universe of characters around the Marina Del Rey area. Uh, some students from fellow students from the high school, some teachers, some other just random, uh, characters from around the neighborhood. Uh, and they've just, they, they come in, uh, they have like a, a format of what they, of what they do sort of. Um, but it's really just them, uh, at their best at the, their, uh, their improv best. They're, they've worked together for a long time. You could tell, and it's for me, it works. I don't. I, but what do you think? Yeah, I um. So I I did bust out one episode that I know I I I I can't find it on Stitcher. I 
I listened to it and I was scrolling through. I swear to God, the guest sounded like Jessica McKenna. Is she is she ever on there? It's it's quite possible. Okay. I mean, they're all improv people. It, so. it sounded just like her, and the character's name was, I want to say Shirley Bucket. Does that sound familiar? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. That that episode made me laugh. I'm gonna. It really. I was surprised. Now I don't know if I would recommend it to someone who doesn't already know they like improv. I think it's a harder sell than off book. But that episode, I turned it on, and uh, you know, <laughs> I turned it on. It's it is louder than I'm used to. As as the, as the recommender of <laughs> well, Griefcast, it is a little louder and more rambunctious than I'm used oh, to. Oh yeah, no. Mer- so Marissa yells quite a there's bit. There's a lot of yelling, um, which are, is made fun of later. I discovered uh, people do make like all the time. It's made fun of all, all the, the time, time that she's very loud. So, but surely it's Lena Parnum actually made me laugh a lot. She was very funny, and then also Shirley Buckets, that character. At first, I was like, whatever. She's like playing like some weird, spoiled, angry little kid, and who cares? But then the kids started talking about all the this stuff all the trauma that she's been through and she was trying to explain that it meant nothing to her so she was talking about like she was just like yeah i found a dead body in the woods and i was eating sun chips didn't affect me it didn't affect me i do remember i just kept eating my sun chips what were you thinking about honey (laughs) i was thinking i was disappointed they didn't taste more like doritos like it was definitely like there's definitely Uh. moments in there where i really really laughed um However, I also listened to a couple episodes that made me laugh a lot less. I did listen to a Jason uh, Manzukis, is that how you say his name? Episode. Ah, Gutterballs. Gutterballs, yes. who I did not realize. This is another moment. I didn't realize that that was uh, Dick Punch from the League. I didn't realize. Oh, sure. It's Rafi. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I had. Jason Manzukis is fantastic. He's hilarious, but I, for whatever reason, did not have his, mem- his name like in my. His name and his face were not attached in my head. And so when I saw him and when I heard it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is Dick Punch. So uh, I listened to an episode with him and he did have several moments where he did make me laugh. There was a quote uh, where he says uh, to the lead character, the pattern on those jams is not flattering to your body type. And for whatever reason, that made me laugh hysterically. (laughs) But... But she has a weird body, right? But he, they were talking about jams. She was like, "What do you think of my jams?" And he was like, "What year is this?" So there were some very funny moments, uh, but it did not. The, the to be fair, the gutterball episodes. Yeah, there's so much history. I mean, there's literally maybe I just probably yeah. twenty hours of history right. of just their relationship. Right. right. So if you go into just that episode, there's going to be a lot that you're not getting or understanding why they're yelling at each other or why sense. they're uh, yeah right yeah. So lot because the the gutter balls character goes back to the comedy Bang Bang uh, early years. So uh, th- th- we're talking years and years of. Uh, of history there. Uh, one of the best things though, that I love about this podcast is the fact is the universe that they've created. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that they remember everything about this universe and bring it up consistently. Like they'll remember characters that they've brought on like years ago, yeah. uh, or teachers that they had, or they share in common and all their guests pretty much remember that stuff. If they're multiple guests, cause they have, they have repeat guests. Manzukas is one of them. Seth, uh, I think it's, what's his name? Seth, 
uh, I forgot the, I'm sorry, I forgot the improver's name, but he plays um, Marissa's stepdad, yeah. um, who is, that goes back uh, years and years. So uh, they bring these characters on, and sometimes they're new, and a lot of times those are the better episodes as far as just, mm. just comedically. Totally. Um, but, but then the other characters that have this history can also be belly laughs if you know that history. Yeah. So I do recommend if you wanted to go into it to, to start uh, as early as possible. Uh, but yeah. uh, you can, I think you can go into it blind and still uh, start to enjoy the characters themselves. And then just the, the sheer wackiness of Marissa and sort of the, I, I would say straight guy, but not straight guy because she has her own ridiculous history as well of charlotte listler uh as the uh, voice of reason i guess that's one in part um, right right that's yeah, yeah that's that's her I character do love her. so yeah uh, oh she's fantastic I, they had their own show uh like a usa show um well i forgot the name of it but it was on for like three years um that they had together and it was just them, those two like they they wrote and directed it uh playing house that's what it is uh us playing it was house. a usa show called playing house i think it was on for three years huh. uh and it was just them two um so they obviously have a history together they're super comfortable with each other and they just remember everything and they're really fast like i want to see this as a cartoon um in my mind oh, yeah. like I, I visualize it in, in cartoon form um, and there's so many characters I think it would be a fantastic animated series about the life of uh, of Marissa Wampler and her weird body and her weird teacher and her weird uh, love affairs yeah I, I I definitely had some surprise laughs I will say that like I, you know I wasn't I was like oh, I don't know you know the thing about the thing about the the wonderful thing about listening to a podcast that a very dear friend recommends is you do see a lot of your dear friend <laughs> in the podcast. What are you saying, Carrie? What are you saying right now? <laughs> I can picture you. I have a weird body. I understand. No, it's not that. It is that you you love and you most appreciate people who will deviate as far from reality into the imaginary world as possible. You love creativity and you love imagination and you love uh, a break from, from, you know, the, 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 the real crap that, that a lot of us all need a break from. So the thing yes. about, the thing that's cool about this podcast, the thing, the cool thing that is happening in general with a lot of podcasts is the day the age of like radio shows is back you know people are making oh yeah radio shows it's yeah it's a show of the mind like it, it's a completely new world yeah um and you're right that is what i like best about totally. it I, I like that it's its own thing completely yeah. and uh and they stay true to that the entire time they they, they hardly ever break character yeah um, sometimes they make each other laugh a little too much, yeah. you know, like they, they'll, they'll get something, but even then they pretty much stay in character. Yeah. Um, so it, it's definitely, it's definitely its own thing. Um, and I personally love it. Yeah. No, if you're the kind of person, if you have ever said the following sentence, well, stick with that show because the first couple episodes are not that great but then it becomes amazing these are the words the sage words of advice that josh has given me at least five thousand times in all of our years of exchanging recommendations of things to watch 
uh, and he's usually extremely right. So I will give up very quickly and very easily. And he is someone who really hangs in there. And then all of a sudden, That's like when it starts to really come together, it's like paid off. <laughs> I was right. This was so good. That's how we became friends. I was like, just stick with me. I know the first few encounters that we had weren't great. It'll pay off down the road. And, and sure enough, 15, 20 years in, it started to click. Yeah. So, so yes, uh, great pick. Um, if you are someone who is looking for a more radio style podcast, if you're someone who like already knows you like and appreciate improv, um, and and also if you are someone who just loves to invest and get lost in in a whole other friggin' world being created, you know, right inside your very ears, this would probably be something that you really love. And it's two really funny women, which is great. So yeah. That's sort of a theme, isn't it? It is. It's lady. It's ladies cast. It's. Oh, I didn't, didn't even realize that. Yeah. No, we picked all ladies, all ladies, huh. all the time. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. So, are we ready to uh, to head into the? Uh, oh no! Ah, we didn't do our social media pitch. We gotta do our social media pitch, and then we will go into the lightning round. Okay. I'll, I'll do that. Social media pitch. We have social medias. Go. We have social medias. Uh, Instagram is a fantastic way to get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us. We're podnobbing on Instagram. Uh, direct message me or email, uh, whatever you got to do. If you have a podcast that you want us to listen to, uh, we're going to do different genres all the time. We're going to repeat genres. So whatever it is, let us know what it is. Uh, hit us up with a link and we're going to check it out. We're going to listen to everything. Uh, we also have a Twitter account at podnobbing. Uh, we got a Facebook page, just podnobbing, search podnobbing. You'll find it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're everywhere or just email, uh, email me directly at podnobbing at gmail.com and uh, let us know what you think about the podcast. Let us know, uh, what you're doing. If you have a podcast and you want us to check it out, we'll definitely do that. And, uh, that's it. That's the social media pitch. Yeah. That's our social media pitch. And, uh, no one's, uh, you know, no one's paying us guys, meaning, uh, we're not picking podcasts because, uh, whoa, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. No, no, no. It's going to pay off in the end this is like every other pyramid scheme but what you should know is that no one is uh telling us what to pick right so oh yeah okay we are picking we aren't picking podcasts of people that we know or that we're picking podcasts we genuinely love and we're picking podcasts that not everybody knows about the content out there is insane and i know that's a funny thing to say when we're creating more content it's a it's 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 problematic but listen we're doing it for you because there's great stuff out there that you might be looking for that might resonate with you that might touch the strings in your heart and in your laugh zone and your brain that would make you happy like some a great podcast is a great fit it just brings so much joy into your day yeah a great art that's a great fit brings joy into your day this is no like, there's let's just let's just tell it like it is there's a lot of shit there's so much shit and we're gonna we're gonna sift through that shit. I'm gonna wade through it. Gonna, I'm gonna wade. And we're gonna find the the one piece of gold, oh, there's gold. in that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like that time I ate a penny and um, my mom had to check to see when I shat it out. It's exactly Why would she check? <laughs> I was a child. It's just a penny. I don't know. the doctor told her she had to do it. And when the doctor Wait, tells you what? you have to do it, 
It's clearly hmm. the truth. When I was a little kid, I ate a. There was like a like a googly eye. Oh yeah. And I ate, oh, the, God, I ate the googly eye. Did you shit a googly? That would be terrifying. I, I shit a googly eye. Did you see it? Like, was it staring back yeah. at you? I mean, I was only like six, so my memory might be a little foggy. <laughs> but you know that the poop icon, the, the you know the <laughs> emoticon, the poop. That's, it kind of looked like that. Is that a photograph, actually, of your six-year-old shit? The poop icon? It might be. <laughs> My six-year-old memories are all pretty much cartoon anyway. So. <laughs> They're all animated. Oh, shit. Oh, literally shit. Okay, we got yep. off topic there. We're not going to talk about poop every time. So uh, we're, <laughs> we're ready. All right, we're going into the lightning round. Ooh, do we have a theme Ooh. song for this? We don't. We should we should create one over time. Put, find something. Put it in there. Ba, 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 ba. Um, okay. So the lightning round. We don't only recommend. So we don't only recommend podcasts because uh, we understand what it is to be at home on your couch in your pajamas, and you have so many different media sources that you can that you can go to. Are you flipping through Netflix? Are you flipping through online books for purchase? Are you flipping through YouTube looking for background music while you write the novella <laughs> you've always wanted to write? Like, what is, you know, what are you up to? Um, so we're I don't, here I don't for wear you. pajamas. I, see, I've, I've always worn, I'm a big pajama person. There's pajama people and there's non-pajama people. Um, yeah. I'm a pajama person. I freaking love pajamas. So, uh, so. Today's lightning round uh, will be the same as every lightning round. However, uh, the suggestions will always be different because it's about what we're into at that given time. Okay. Are you ready for today's I'm lightning round? Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Let's see how it goes. Okay. First, Josh, what are you watching on Netflix? Oh, boy. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. I just finished uh, I just finished the OA. Okay. Do you know what the show is? Oh, God, yes. Did you, you do, love? Oh, you do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I'm not Did sure you? if I can recommend this show. I, I love it, like it, it or hate so it. It is so damn weird, <laughs> but yet intriguing at the same time. It's it's it's, it's like a hysterical car accident. I, yeah. It, it's like a car accident with, with like clown cars. It, <laughs> I like it, but like, I shouldn't. Honk, yeah. honk, honk. So the first season, the first season, I thought the first half of the first season was just riveting, hmm. amazing, hmm. and then it kind of lost me uh, with weird. the the with the weird dance moves. It, it, and, got, uh, weird. it got weird. The interpretive got weird. dance. And, and season two did Oof. not hold back on the weirdness. Um, <laughs> I didn't. But watch I it. think I I think I loved it. Okay. I think I loved it. That's oh, all that's I say. I think ballsy. I loved it. You loved it. You're going with the uh, the the big L word. You loved it. All right. Okay. Or I hated it. I don't know. But, I was about to say. I don't know. But I'm I'm gonna go with that. Uh, so okay. are we just doing just just Netflix only? Yeah. So um, we don't have to, but I think we should do one at a time. We don't gotta. We don't wanna overwhelm people. There's just so much out there. Little little baby bites. You know, baby bites. Okay. But, right, but we well, can that's definitely... That's what I just finished on Netflix yesterday. We can definitely move into other... You know, I know there's Prime and there's this and there's all this other stuff. Uh, okay. My com... My, nope. Nope. My nope. Netflix pick. My yeah, Netflix pick is Larry Charles' Dangerous World of Comedy. This show... Uh, that's been on is, my list. 
amazing. It is amazing. I think it's only like six episodes. Um, I watched all of them. It's all a blur because I watched them very close together. But I think it's only like six episodes. Uh, Larry That's Charles. That's a comedy from all over the place, right? Larry Charles decides to go into pretty much war-torn parts of the world and interview their comedians. So you are meeting comedians who have been kidnapped by the government. You're meeting kidnapped comedians who've had like hits put on their lives for just creating comedy. It is incredible. Um, it is it is provocative. It is jaw-dropping. There are moments where you're like, oh, I can't even believe what I'm hearing or what I'm seeing right now. It's really, really amazing. And yet, much like my choice of grief cast, there yeah, is gonna a, say. a unity... There's like a there's a connection between all of these people and it's it's the love of comedy. Like when he meets these these like retired warlords, which really happens, he goes and he talks to retired warlords um, and he's like, so what's your favorite comedy? It is uh, it takes you to a whole other place in your brain that you didn't know. You know existed. what's weird is the the warlords that I know. They're pretty funny. Yeah. Sure. Pretty Are funny they? Guys. Are yeah. they funny oh, guys? Like, uh, you know, one on one. They're funny. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're in an intimate situation, right? Yeah, when sure. When they're in sure. front of a crowd, it's a whole different story. Oh, but, uh, it gets ugly. It's very, very bossy. Yeah, totally. All right. So, All right, next. So that's what, what you're watching. So, so you go love. You go love it. On I one. love. I I love it. Um, no, right. no doubt. No OA confusion. I love it. Um, okay. Right. What What's are next? you reading? What am I reading? Yeah. What, uh, are, you, what are you reading, Josh? Back I don't. Uh, Coke bottle. I'm off books. I don't. Uh, much like my pick. I'm off book. Oh my god! Look at but, you. Uh, I, I yeah, I stopped reading a long time ago. I, I mean, I definitely so read sad. things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're mostly on the internet. I mean, you can always uh, talk about. I an did it, Oh, article. I did. Here's what. Here's here's what I'll go with. Um, I my uncle got me for no reason at all uh-huh. a subscription to a magazine. Oh. This magazine. It's a kind of a nice magazine. It's uh, uh-huh. about uh, cigar smoking. Which oh. I do not smoke yeah, cigars. Yeah, don't but, do that. Okay. But it's a nice magazine. Hmm. Um, I didn't actually read anything in the magazine, but what I did. Why do, would you? Yeah. Because it was a high quality <laughs> magazine. Um, I it, and actually it featured so Danny weird. DeVito. Um, oh, okay, sure. And so I I cut out all of the pictures. Okay. Uh, of Danny DeVito, like I cut them all out. Um, and then there was probably about six or seven Danny DeVitos that I got. Okay. And then there was also some other ones that are just sort of random pictures. Like there's like one of Michael Jordan and like, mm. I just cut them out all detailed, you know, and it probably had about 30 cutouts Okay. that I made. And this took me all day. I don't know why I did this. I was watching TV. I was probably watching the it sounds OA. sounds like and... what people do when they're serial killers. Yeah. And then later well, Josh went on Just wait. Just story. wait. The story gets better. So I I took them all into work. Um, okay. And uh, I know this is, we're recording this, not, obviously not uh, the day that we're releasing them. Uh, so it was around uh, April the 1st. Uh-huh. Uh, so the previous week, um, I had started putting up on my, I guess she's sort of my boss, but she's just somebody that we mess with a lot, uh, and she messes with us, so it's like an equal thing. But um, I started putting up little Danny DeVitos on her <laughs> desk. So, because what I would do is I would take the cutouts, and then on the back of them, I would put uh, like little wood uh, coffee stickers, like popsicle you know, would, stick or something. Would, yeah, yeah, I would take I would tape <laughs> them, and then on the opposite side of her cubicle, I would put them 
And so it just looks like, you know, Danny DeVito's popping out on the other side of the cubicle. So I started putting one here, and the next day I'd put another one when she left or when she got up to do something. And I'd put another one on another side. And then as the, as like a, uh, as a build, you know, just could keep building and building until it finally crescendoed uh, (laughs) for April 1st, where I put all 35 or whatever (laughs) cutouts. I had stayed late on Friday uh, at work and put them all up so that she would walk in That's on Monday crazy. morning on mm-hmm. April Fool's Day with 35 random cutouts, mostly Danny DeVito's. So all that's around what I'm her reading. desk? Yeah, all, all around, on, her around her cubicle the entire time. <laughs> Did she not, when the little random ones were popping up, she was never like, who is leaving these Danny oh, DeVito's? Oh, no, she, there was no, she knew it was me. Like, I'm the only oh. one that's weird enough to do that stuff. Oh, My man. favorite ones actually weren't along the cubicle. They were uh, little. Uh, they were super tiny. They were like the the. the it took me like I had the precision like the of a surgeon uh, when I was cutting <laughs> these. They were like uh, polo, you know, not, not, like horses with yeah, the sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like three horses uh, and with people playing polo on them, but they were the size of maybe like they were like an inch tall. So mm-hmm. I was like finally cutting them out and like i'm cutting out all the little holes and spaces so they look super real and things too oh my god and then i put obviously a popsicle stick was too big for that so i, I got little slivers like Naturally. little toothpicks right you need uh, toothpicks mm-hmm. yeah and then put them on top of her behind her computer screen so there's just three polo playing horses on top of her computer those are the ones i was most proud of because they took me the <laughs> longest Oh man, that is, but that Carrie, is quality that's weird. That's what I'm reading. That's, that's what I'm quality reading weird. That's really weird. It is weird that your uncle got you a, subs- a subscription yeah. to a magazine. That's that the weirdest part of the story. Yeah, not at all for you. Um, he got my then, brother a wine a wine connoisseur. He doesn't drink wine, or no, it was bourbon. He doesn't drink bourbon. But you yeah, know, whatever. That's weird. That counts, but cigar is weird. Cigar is weirder. It's weirder because like how many? This just no. It's weirder. Okay. I am reading. What's your, what are you reading? I am reading a book. I'm an actual book. Uh, I am reading The Dreamers by Karen Thompson Walker. Uh, this book was gifted to me. I am not saying that I would not have purchased it, uh, but it was gifted to me. So I've been Did reading it. Did you notice that, o- that only authors and serial killers have the three names? Three names. But that's not true. There's a, there's a movie directors that have three names. Aren't there actors? Oh, that's because of that the thing? union stuff. Yeah, you're right. You, what? Anyway, um, okay. So this book, I like it. Um, it is a, it's a page turner. Um, it's a, it's what I would call an easy read. Not meaning that um, uh, it's not a good book, but meaning like it's a, it's, it's a. Um, uh, some it's books dumb, are just dumbed so, down. It is, no, that is a hundred percent not at all what I mean. What I mean is, you know, some Aren't books are all just, books page turners. Shut up. Um, <laughs> It is not so dense that you're like, I read two pages and now, like, I, I need a nap. Like, I mean, not because it was just so intense. Like, some books are so dense. And then there are Short some where chapters. you can just flip, 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 flip. Because, like, you know, it's just really, it's a, it's smooth. It's smooth. So, it's a smooth read. It's an easy read. Um, it is, uh, uh, I'm not done with it. Um, not that I would tell you how it ends. Uh, but it is about, like, a sleeping sickness that sweeps across this town. Um, based, so it's it's kind of like at the you know the weird virus thing going for it, um, and I like it. I like it. Uh, if someone was looking for um, uh, like a, a, a trip read, you know, you're going to a cabin, you're gonna you want a nice book to curl up with. Uh, I mean, I really listen to sadness to laugh, and I read about viruses to relax. So 
this is my boy, this is oh my curl up by the fire book for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So that's my recommendation for read. Um, okay. and our, oh, this our, is supposed to be a lightning round. We're supposed to be supposed to be fast. This is supposed to be fast. We're failing really badly. So the last bit is, uh, what song has been stuck in your head this week? Oh, okay. Um, well, because I'm not very hip. I'm an old. I'm an old person. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, so I don't know much about the, the what kids are listening to uh, I have nowadays. No idea. But uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do watch um, that show, Hot Ones, on the YouTube. I don't even know what that. I don't even know what that is. Oh wait, no, that's the thing where they eat hot wings and the hot interview. Wings, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I do, I do. I know, I know. Uh, I know stuff. And I was introduced to a young lady uh, named Billie Eilish. And, I know uh, her music. She's I very know famous. Her... Yes. yes. I know her music. She I'm is cool. dark, disturbed, and I really like her. Uh, she's very <sighs> different. Um, so that's what I'm listening to. Uh, Bury a Friend, I think, uh, is the song on the radio that I've heard. Actually, I heard that song on the radio, and I was like, Bury uh, a I Friend? I like this. Yeah. This is very different. I like uh-huh. it. I but I didn't know who it was. And then I saw her on Hot Ones, and then I looked her up, and I was like, oh, that's her. Yeah. I guess I like her. So then yeah. I started listening to a bunch of stuff, and now I'm a fan. Which is funny because the first five minutes I heard her on Hot Ones, I was like, I don't like this person. Uh, and then she sort of grew on me as the interview progressed. So uh, to the point where I was like, you know what? I like her. So your and romance gonna, would be I'm a gonna comedy. I'm going to go look her up. Yeah. Oh, your romance would be a comedy. Exactly. Yeah, right. You don't like each other at first and then love, you know, blossoms. Yeah. All within 25 minutes of Hot Wings. So uh, Romances have been built on less. Um, so my song, it's tough. It's been a, it's been a tough week. So I cannot get that frigging Sam Smith song out of my head. That's on the radio that the Sam Smith song, look what Sam you Smith. made. You know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, yeah, look yeah. what you made me. Uh, he's dancing with a stranger, stranger. That's who he's dancing with. Um, I can't get it out of my fucking head. That song is so addictive. However, I recently tried to prove a point to my befusband that Miley Cyrus made a good song. <laughs> hey, I like Miley. Don't don't knock Miley. Dude, so that new song she made with what's his name? Um uh, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart. Oh okay. my god. It's 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 a drug. It is so addictive. It came on the radio. First of all, she sounds so much like Dolly Parton in that song, but I'm not knocking it. I love Dolly. So if you're going to freaking, you know, emulate someone like by all means, choose that person. And that song, when it comes on, I, I not only can I not turn it off, I turn it up and I can't get it Mark, out of my head. Mark Ronson. I've never, oh, I don't know who that is. Neither do I, but I know there was a man's name in there. Um, and so I put on this song for Brian. I'm like, we're going back and forth in the car. I'm like, I am telling you, you will love this song. You will love it. He's like, that's crazy. I don't like any of her music. And so oh, my partner's from Louisiana. So I say, listen, just give it a try. So we put it on in the car. Not only does he not turn it off, but, you know, head starts bobbing a little bit in there. Pretty soon, turns up a little bit. And then the next day, he was playing it by himself on his phone and kind of dancing around the living room. So it is addictive. It's an addictive song. So that one, I can't get hmm. it out of my head. Yeah. All right. Well, I think right. this wraps, wraps up the... That wraps up. Podnobbing Comedy. Comedy. <laughs> colon comedy. I would listen to that show colon comedy colon comedy that, that one's for me <laughs> dr ass cheeks <laughs> all right so uh so we're signing off we're signing, we're off. signing off until next time 
We'll talk to you later on. All right. Bye.